Welcome back to the social podcast hosted by me, Carson Taylor. This week, we are going to talk about how to fire a client. I did a poll on my Instagram about, I don't know, by the time this episode's posted, it'd probably be about a month ago. And a lot of people said they wanted to talk about how to fire a client. And I'm going to tell you guys. I think communication and transparency is so important when it comes to a professional relationship with your clients. And it's also important to know when it's time for you to just not do that client anymore. We are moving into a season of, I want to word this correctly. We're moving into a season as a career or honestly like in an era as a career where we only want to do our target market clients. We only want to do the people that we want to do, period. We don't have to take every single person that comes knocking down our door. We don't have to have every single person sitting in our chair. And I think one thing that a lot of hairstylists struggle with is how to effectively communicate to a client that they no longer should be sitting in their chair. There are multiple reasons as to why you should fire a client. Is your client always late? Does your client have unrealistic expectations? Is your client rude to you? Does your client make you miserable? There's a lot of things that go into firing a client. And I think it's important as a hairstylist to recognize those things and recognize when you're dreading coming to work because you have to do Barbara's hair because Barbara's mean to you or Barbara tells you what to do or Barbara just sits in your chair and talks about how being a hairstylist isn't a real job and no shade and no tea to all the Barbara's out there I'm sure that you guys are fabulous I just came up with a name and Barbara just happens to be that person all right so what do you do you're doing Barbara's hair you've been doing Barbara's hair five ever And you just come to realize that you dread doing her hair. What can you say to her or what can you do? I think our first tendency is to avoid, avoid, avoid. And as a professional, you simply cannot do that. Do you hear me? You cannot avoid a client. You can try, but then eventually they're going to, they're going to ask you what's up or why aren't you pre-booking me? Or they're eventually just going to go away. And to me, I think communication is kind. And communication is so important, especially, well, really in anything that you do in your life, but especially in your professional life. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm perfect at this because I'm not. Communication is very hard for me when it comes to firing a client because I know that that person, for one, is probably not going to find somebody else to, to do their hair the way that I do it. And for two, they're not going to be able to sit down in somebody else's chair and treat them the way that they have been treating me. They might find a baby stylist or might find someone who has thicker skin than I do. But I think I have pretty thick skin. And when I fire you as a client, it is truly because I have had it up to my ear and eyeballs with the comments or with the unrealistic expectations. So I have printed out... Well, not printed out, but I have this little, this little thing that I go by and I'm going to read it to you guys. I want you guys to realize and understand that it is different for each person and you can modify this in any way, shape or form that you want to, but being transparent with your client and saying, Hey Barb, Hey Barbara, Hey babe, (laughs) 
what you're wanting is not realistic. And as your hairstylist, I'm telling you that you have unrealistic expectations. Um, I, I honestly think I've only ever had to fire like two clients, but I'm going to tell you about both of those stories now. One of them was recent, probably about a month ago. I have a client that comes to me every eight to 10 weeks. She was a full highlight client. And anyone that knows about getting your hair fully highlighted every six to 10 weeks or six to 12 weeks, whatever the case may be, it's pretty damaging to your hair if you want to go lighter every single time. And you guys know what I'm talking about. Not the clients that come in and get the same thing every single time they come. I'm talking about the clients that have a natural level four or five and want to be a 10 every single time. And then the 10 is just not tinning enough. <laughs> the 10 is just not bright enough, right? So I had this situation with this client. She came to me previously from another salon in our area because they were saying that they were doing a full highlight on her and she was only getting like a partial or a half. So she was pretty much getting charged, overcharged and underserviced. And when she came to me, I felt like I was over-servicing her and undercharging her because of what she had been through previously, which was not fair to me whatsoever. But I did anyways, because when she came into my chair, I was at a point where I had barely any clients and I was literally just trying to do anybody that I could. Anyway, so every time Barb, her name's Barb, not IRL, I would never, ever, 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 ever say the client's real name because we are professional around here. Anyway, so Barb comes in and every time she sits in my chair, she says, I don't like my hair. My hair's gummy. My hair just, it, it's, it's dead. It's not as blonde as I want it. And I just don't love the way that my hair looks. And from a professional standpoint, you have to ask yourself, why is this person coming back to me? Is she coming back to me one because nobody else will do her hair or is she coming back to me because she likes the way that I do her hair and she just wants to complain about something? When you have a client like this, you need to offer multiple suggestions to them. So in my situation, in my case, I offered the client to do something more lived in because her hair was literally a four or five natural level and she was wanting this 10. I was like, listen, like maybe we should pop some low lights in. Maybe we should drag your root down, give you a little bit of a money piece. Something that's not going to be so damaging to your hair. And some of you that are listening right now might say, well, Carson, like why was her hair damaged every time? Because the only way to make somebody's hair lighter than it already is, is to bleach it. Whether that be a wet balayage or putting it in a foil, doing 10 volume in the back, 20 volume at the top, or whatever the case may be. You, the only way to lighten somebody's hair is to put bleach on it. And nine times out of 10, doing a wet balayage is going to be easier and healthier for the client's hair when they get a bleach service every eight to 10 weeks. This was someone that also told me every time she sat down in the chair, she's like, I don't want you to overlap. I don't want you to do this, but I want to be blonder. And I'm like, okay, the only way to be blonder is to do your grow out and then maybe do a wet balayage. But we have to overlap some pieces because she had some banding from a previous stylist. Or she would sit down and say, okay, actually today, I think I don't want to gloss. Like I don't want to gloss my hair. And I'm like, well, that's truly unfortunate because every client that sits in my chair gets a gloss regardless. Because if you are going to wear my name on your head, you're going to, you're not going to be looking crazy. And it's okay to tell your clients it might be hard, but you can do hard things. Okay. That's one thing that I've learned about firing a client is that you can do hard things and you can be professional in saying said hard things. 
standing your ground with a client is so important. So, you know, this has happened, this had happened over the course of, I mean, the better half of almost a year. Every time she would come in, she would just complain about something. And I would honestly dread doing her hair because one thing that I know that my clients know to be true as a hairstylist, like I'm going to tell you all how it is. Like if you come and sit in my chair and you say, I want this and your hair, I know your hair cannot take that. I'm just not going to do it for a buck. I'm not the hairstylist that sits here and says, yeah, sure. Like I will, I will bleach your hair until it falls out. Like no problem. Because one thing is true about this. You are a reflection of your clients and the way that their hair looks. Because if Barbara goes out in public and says, yeah, Carson Taylor does my hair and she leaves with banding and she leaves with 50 shades of blonde in her hair because she didn't let me tone it or glaze it, whatever you want to call it. I don't want people to know that I've done that. It's always a reflection of you and you always have to keep that in mind. So when you fire a client, you have to make sure like, I need to say this appropriately because there's always backlash. There's always going to be backlash. And nine times out of 10, when you tell a client that you don't want them to sit in your chair anymore, they're going to say, okay, well, I'm going to try to dispute the charges that I paid, you know, for your services, or I'm going to put this on Google or I'm going to put this on Yelp. And that's okay. Like your clients have that right. They have that freedom to write a bad review about you because you fired them as a client and you hurt their feelings. But one thing remains true in all of this. If you handle it professionally, there's nothing that they can screenshot and post or do that would hurt you if you do it the right way. On this specific day, thankfully, I was recording for my TikTok. I was just recording the back of her head. So I had like this entire appointment recorded and the entire interaction recorded. So I get done doing her hair. She tells me like the first 15. I didn't even get out of my mouth. Hey, like, how was your day? Like, how did it go? Didn't even get anything out of my mouth. And she says, well, this is wrong. This is wrong. I want to be blonder. You know, every time we would use a different gloss on her as well. So like we would use like, I think one of the glosses that I used was like 9P, 9GI for a long time. And then she wanted to be 10. So I used like 10P, 10GI. Or I would use like a new formula that I had like 10N and like just to make it the brightest blonde that it could possibly be. Well, then she went from wanting weaves to wanting slices. And like, if you guys are catching my drift, like everything that I would do, she wanted to have a say in. And one thing about me is that I'm always going to do what's best for my clients. So if you tell me like, I want this specific brand. Well, if I don't use that brand, I'm not going to use it. And I'm just not the stylist for you. And there are hundreds of hairstylists in the area. And I'm sure there's a hairstylist that will be able to service Barbara. But it just ain't going to be me. And it ain't got to be you. Okay? You do not have to do people in your chair that you do not want to do. Period. So, she <laughs> finishes the... This was... Actually, <laughs> when we blow-dried her hair, she had the least amount of breakage dead ends like she barely had anything come out when we round brushed her hair which is like normally she has a ton because she wants to go blonder every time and so I was like oh my god like your your comb out and brush out's like really good actually like you don't have a ton today like that's great and she was like yep look at my hair chemical burn there's chemical like you you chemically burn my hair off yada 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 and for the record you do not have to explain to your clients oh I'm using 10 10 uh volume in the back 20 volume on the side, 15 volume. You don't have to explain any of that. I courteously explain that to my clients to educate them, but you don't have to do that. So with this client specifically, I was just explaining everything to her. She used to be a hairstylist like 
30 years ago. So, like, she knows all about everything. So, we take pictures. There is some banding because she begged me not to bring down, not to put any lightener on her ends. Um, so, I couldn't post the picture, which also, too, is very important. If you can't post your after pictures of your clients because they're being so mean to you or because they're telling you how to do your job, then they don't need to be in your chair. So, we finish up. I don't rebook her appointment and then she comes back into the salon like walks halfway out comes back in and goes oh my gosh like I need to rebook my appointment like please rebook my appointment and I was like okay sure like I'll rebook your appointment no problem so at this point like I knew I wanted to fire her as a client I just didn't know how to go about it because you have to be so careful in the things that you say I rebooked her appointment for another eight to ten weeks or 12 weeks actually and that's also another thing is that when you have clients that need a color every six weeks and they try to push it out to 12, it's going to be more money for one. And for two, you're going to have to do more things to fix the banding, to fix the gloss, to fix the low lights, whatever the case may be, you're going to have to do more. So therefore it's going to take more time and more money. And you need to explain that to your clients. This is how you do that. Hey Barb, um, you get a full highlight every time that you come to the salon and I'm just thinking that maybe next time you need to come a little bit earlier because your roots were growing out so much that it took a little bit longer this time. You had some banding, X, Y, Z. Just communicate that. So she comes back in, she books her appointment. Well, then two weeks later, I get a text message from her. And I'm going to have to pull these up because I don't remember exactly what was said. And I am aware that sometimes text messages can come off ruder than you want them to or come off more direct than you plan them to. Um, but she texted and said, hi. So I just wanted to follow up. My hair is pretty fried and gummy. I lost a ton of hair from breakage. I have been treating it for the last week. I'm confident that I was under the heat for way too long. Some of the highlights are all, almost uh, translucent in the back. One thing that I do with my clients, especially my lightning clients, is that I will foil them. I will put them under a towel for 25 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes. And then if they need an extra lift, I will put them under the dryer for 10 to 15 minutes. I put this client under the dryer. She literally takes herself out within five minutes of her being under the dryer, maybe 10. She takes herself out from under the dryer. She's like, it's too hot. I, I can't sit under here. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You don't have to be under it. I put the black towel back over it. But the thing is, too, is that I book out three hours for each appointment. And sometimes I use up three hours. Sometimes I don't. But I try not to stick my clients under the dryer every single time. But one thing I'm not going to do is not charge hourly for one. But for two, I'm not going to have a client that I know is not going to lift without heat. Just sit there without heat on their hair. And then we'll be here for six to seven hours trying to get your hair lift when we could put you on the dryer for 10 minutes and it could activate that bleach quicker. I'm not telling you guys to sit your clients under the dryer and just literally just sit them there for all the times because it will fry their hair off eventually. <clears throat> Excuse me. So my thing is, is that the client never said like, can I come back in for a treatment? Can I come back in for you to cut my hair? Can I come back in for you to fix this or help me? That's the only statement that she said to me. And I felt like it was pretty rude to not follow up with like, just wanted to let you know for the next client, go ahead and cancel my appointment. Or just wanted to let you know that my hair is gummy. Like, can you please fix it? So to which then I explained to her, which I always do. And I actually had this on video, thank God. But I just told her, I said, you were under the dryer for 15 minutes, maybe. And then you removed yourself. You're a natural level four to five and you want to be a level 10. 
Um, I just feel like I have like I haven't been able to please you over the past few times that we've done your hair because you always ask for brighter and you never want me to overlap or for you to have breakage. Removing pigment from your hair, you're always going to have something um, break off or some type of breakage regardless of who does your hair. I'm sorry that you feel that your hair is gummy and breaking off. However, I do feel like I cannot please you or give you what you're looking for moving forward. So I can no longer service you. I believe another stylist will be a better fit for you. I will go ahead and cancel your next appointment. Best wishes to you and good luck to you on your hair journey. Let's pause here and break that down. Like I said previously, anytime that I have a client come sit in my chair and they want more and they want to go that extra, push their hair a little bit with the integrity of their hair a little bit more, I'm always honest with them and I tell them this is going to break your hair off. But if you're okay with the breakage, then I'll do it. But I'm always transparent and I'm always honest in that way. So I do not feel like I should have said, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, you know, I'll do anything to fix that because I told her at the beginning of the appointment and I have video footage of this that I said, your hair is going to break off if we do more than we've already done. And she's like, I want it. I want blonde. I want blonde. I want blonde. I'm not going to read the entire message that she sent back, but she pretty much said like, I'm, that's the rudest message I've ever received. Um, I will be disputing the charges and, I will be leaving a Google review on Google and Yelp. And to which I told her, if you decide to do that, I have an assistant and another client that was in there as well who saw all of this transpire and who listened to all the things that you said nasty to me during my appointment, tearing my tearing down my work, telling me how to do my job. Like, just so you're aware, I do have all of this on video footage. So if you decide to go that route to where you want to dispute charges, and try to get your money back, that is fine. But just know that I have video footage because that would be very dishonest of you to dispute a charge that you, in fact, did receive and did did get the service for. I do have other stories that I could tell you about other my clients that have had issues with that or my other like fellow um, hairstylist friends. But I say this story and I tell you all this to say, you have to take your personal feelings out of this this is business you are running a business and if you have somebody on your client list that makes your life miserable for the three hours that they're with you why are you doing them I would much rather take the loss in the income than have to be so anxious the whole time or have to tiptoe around things or have to tiptoe around what I'm saying or have to make sure I adequately speak properly because people like that and clients like Barbara are the clients that will blast you on social media. And you know what? So be it if they do. But you as a hairstylist need to know and truly stick to the fact that you communicated well. You spoke properly when you text. Because one thing about text messages is that that can hold up in court. Anything that you text, that's a life lesson right there. Friendships, relationships, whatever. You text on the phone, that lasts a lifetime. I mean, you can dig that up anywhere. So if you're going to fire a client, you need to effectively do it in a professional way. If you have to fire a client, I hope this kind of helped you give you insight on how to do that with the experience that I just recently had. If you agree with this, great. If you don't, that's okay as well. I just think that 
ignoring the the client and blocking them and taking them off your books or just not responding to them it might be easier yes because you don't have to communicate but then who's to say that that client doesn't go tell their next stylist oh well I went to Carson Taylor and instead of messaging me back about my appointments she just ignored me so I don't know what happened there or bashing you to another hairstylist you just don't want that to me I want to do good business and I want to do honest business and I feel like I'm nothing but honest to my clients. So therefore, if something happens like that, then I should be honest with them and tell them like, listen, like, you know, I had been trying to find a way to fire this client for months. But when she texted me that and didn't say like, just wanted to let you know. And that's one thing that she said in her text message back. She was like, I just wanted to let you know. So you didn't fry somebody else's hair off in the near future. And I was like, no, that that's not what you meant. Because if you meant that, you would have said that. So I think me coming back and saying like, no, like I stand on this 10 toes down. Like I've been very honest with you. And if you choose to go that route, that's fine. That's your, you know, you do you, but also like I have proof. And if I need to show that on social media, I will. It shouldn't get that far. You shouldn't have to be posting on social media about clients. You shouldn't have to post passive aggressive things like cancellation policies and this is what I stick by with my clients it should just be a personal conversation with you and Barbara and you should just say listen it's not working out I do wish you the best and I can recommend normally I recommend other stylists but with this specific client I would never do that to any of my friends so if this helped you get some insight on how to fire a client, please let me know. If it didn't, I'm sorry. This was just something that I wanted to share, like a funny little story, which it really wasn't funny in the moment, but now it is. But I just wanted you guys to see like how I handle it. And I haven't had to do it a lot, but in the near future, I will be able to do it a little bit easier because this was really only like the second time that I've had to do it. As always, you guys know where to find me on Instagram. If you have any questions about the pod, if you want me to talk about anything specific, please message me at ctay.hair on IG. And if you're listening to this, shout me out. I want to know that you're listening. You guys sending me DMs saying that this podcast is helping you behind the chair and that it's motivating you to be a booth rent stylist or it's motivating you to be a career hairstylist literally is what keeps me going. And I keep I screenshot these and I keep it in a little folder. So when I'm feeling like down about the things that I'm doing, I can remind myself how much you guys actually enjoy this and how much it helps you. Obviously, it's not going to help everybody, but as long as it helps one person with their business and helps them more be more confident behind the chair, that's really all that I care about. Alrighty, we've come to the end. Thank you guys so much for listening to me on how to fire a client. I hope that it helped you. I will see you guys next week. Bye.